like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio. Not in studio with me is Heather Shoemaker. How you doing, Heather? I'm doing well. I just came back from a, a wedding out of state a little bit ago, and that prompted some ideas I had for um, what we're going to talk about today. Well, great. Let's jump into it. All right. So I think it's partly because at weddings, you know, everybody gets dressed up and so on. But Uh, The first words out of most people's mouths when they saw somebody, you know, saw me, saw somebody, started the interaction was, you look great, or, oh, you, you know, something about your looks. Uh And of course, we're all trying to be dolled up, right? Because it's a wedding. Yeah. But it. It just made me think yet again, oh my gosh, the the things that we compliment each other about um, and our kids uh, really do um, get picked up. And I was watching at the bus stop the other day, um, two little girls, one was about seven, the other one, um, maybe even younger. And they were saying things like, I like your dress and, and just commenting on all their different parts of their, of their outfits. And um, you don't hear the boys saying that. Maybe they're thinking it because they're getting the same consumer messages. <laughs> but it just, <laughs> maybe they're thinking, huh, I don't know. Doesn't anybody you like my, my, my shoes? <laughs> but there's a, lot of, um, there's a lot of emphasis, social, as a way to even just start conversations, is focusing on physical looks and the kind of clothes we buy. So I just thought that was interesting because, well, I did get respectably dressed up for the wedding. I mean, I was clean. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any noticeable stains on my clothes. (laughs) And, um, you know, I I looked probably nicer than I usually do sitting in my writing office. But it's not the thing that I think of when I first meet someone or see an old friend or is I I don't go for the, um, uh, the clothes looks. It's not something that my brain really thinks about, which makes it a lot easier for me not to fall into that trap. Uh, but I yeah. just thought we should dwell on that subject a bit because yeah, it's huge it, when we talk to kids. It is so easy for kids, probably boys and girls to some extent, uh, to fall into this because it's just hammered into their little skulls by by so much of the media that's out there it's the it's the television shows and the the music videos and the video i mean just everything looks are are the primary decider of whether you're a a worthy person or not in in a lot of ways and it's it's just kind of a sad way of being but it sure is out there 
Yeah, and I, I came across um, a list of things that adults can say, and I think this is important, not just to look at how we speak to children, but how we speak to each other, because the kids are always listening, and, and we need to be thinking about these things ourselves. So it's a list of things that you can say instead of anything about physical looks. Is this, so um, so this is for someone. like kids and adults? Well, it's, it was, I think, aimed at adults. It was things like, I love your passion, or things about, you know, the person's um, commitment or their, um, um, their abilities, rather than about um, their hair <laughs> or the, their collar or, you know, something like that. So from now on, I... I, I'm just trying to think about how to be a better husband. Um, I should, I should not tell Tasha her hair looks good if it looks good. Well, I think that there's also totally different rules for people like wives, husbands, boyfriends, whatever that kind of category. If you're in a partnership and a long-term partnership, hopefully a long-term one with people, you do have different ways that you talk and interact in general. But so I'm not gonna get in the way. I'm not gonna get involved in in uh yeah your marriage there. I do, but I, I do just, think. I was just thinking that you know after after 30 plus years, if I start changing up my game, um, I mean I don't I don't know what I mean things have been going pretty good, so I didn't want to mess things up if I if I if I if I could avoid it. But you know I totally get where you're coming from. Um, because yeah, just the I think it. How does this tie Heather with Elfie Cohen and the whole rewards thing? I mean, there's seems to be some similarities there. You talk about not about your success or your hair, but about your effort and your your interests and and like you said, passions and those kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's it's what we value. I mean, we should be speaking about what we value in in other people. Um, so. I do value the dedication of my friends or their passion in a certain subject or um, their um, talent in a certain area of what they do and how they approach things much more than, you know, what they seem to be wearing on their body at the moment. So how do we go about making that transition if we're locked, if we've been on this complimenting, talking about looks, appearance, path, and we want to make changes, it, in my mind, there's going to be some withdrawal going on for the people that are used to having the conversation be about one thing and it switches to another thing. Does that make sense? Um, I think his first step is to be aware of the catchwords. And one of them is look, like you look because um, pretty much it'll end up pretty or whatever the next word will be. Um, and also watch how much you talk about um, um, how beautiful somebody is just because they're dressed up. Um, I mean, I'm here, I'm talking about kids. If they have dress up clothes on, we can say something like, oh, um, I see you've, you've got it. I see you've got a dress on. It doesn't have to be you look gorgeous or you look pretty or you look beautiful. It doesn't matter whether the boy is wearing the dress or the girl is wearing the dress. But, oh, I see you have a dress on. And, and making observational statements, neutral ones, invites the other person to say, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to be doing this. Or maybe they have nothing to say back. Um, but not always focusing on the pretty, pretty, pretty. 
and whether it's hair or clothes um, or brands of things. I think kids really are getting into the labels that they're wearing on their clothes. And uh, we don't need to be, you know, <laughs> we don't need to have the kids, even if they happen to be a walking advertisement, we don't need to focus on, <laughs> on that in our words. I, I totally agree. And I just, I struggle with this too. I, 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 all the, all the language stuff that we use that, and, and these different approaches you're talking about, I think those are all, those are all great strategies. In, in my head, I think we could also, as parents, maybe not so much as caregivers, but we can also take some active steps in how we go about um, making the purchasing choices we make, huh? When it comes to all of that stuff and having those conversations yeah. <laughs> well to kind of shift that focus. Yeah, um, it's it's tricky because it's everywhere. But, you know, we, we tr I have a little tool that I use to, to um, uh, snip out <laughs> overly <laughs> branded clothes because it's a perfectly good sweatshirt or something, but it's got a big logo on it. And I just take the, I just take the stitching right out so that it, it, my kid isn't a walking advertisement. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's kind of tricky or you can sew a patch on top of it, you know, yeah. like a, we, we have a lot of national park uh, patches. You can just sew something right on top or, right on top of or, those things. But, you know, um, whether it's a, a bag of secondhand clothes that a friend passes on to you or whether it's clothes you buy in the store to begin with, um, just be aware that, that half your money is going towards free advertising for a company that doesn't need it. Um, unless the logo is very small and sort of obscure, I never buy it. Yeah, it's hard I, to avoid. I'm, you know, I'm sometimes the, the kids could end up being naked if you don't. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I remember tiny, when... Tiny logo. When our kids were small, I, tr I mean, we tried to avoid that kind of stuff. And I mean, so much of it is even the stuff with the, the movie characters, whether it's Disney characters or superhero characters and, and all that stuff. You're just advertising for those companies. And, and it, it was a lot of work to find things that, that weren't logo laden. And then 20 plus years later, when the grandchildren started coming along, it be, it's even more difficult. But I, I think that's a concrete step parents can take is start making those efforts and and the other thing is there there are a lot of with with the online choices there are a lot of boutique uh, like t-shirt designers and everything you can get some pretty neat t-shirts with uh with messages that you're more comfortable with that don't have the the logos of those big brands on them and i think that's just kind of a a step in in that direction that kind of relates to the language that we use mm-hmm mm-hmm so I think it's, you know, whether it's buying clothes for the kids, outfitting them with other objects, too, that they carry around, um, or talking just to your friends yourself when it's um, people, kids are in the vicinity. It's just a, a mindset change about, you know, uh, talk to the, to the human in front of you. And, and um, if your face is alive with the pleasure of being with them, um, they will feel beautiful. Yeah. And that's really what counts. And when someone feels beautiful, then they are. And, you know, you can, you can say even things about looks. If somebody's personality is just shining, you can tell them you look radiant today. But it doesn't mean necessarily that, hey, I love your shirt. Yeah. It, now, if you are raising a child to 
be less interested in the brand names and the hairstyles and those kind of things. They are still out in the world where all those things are so important to so many people. Any strategies for helping them deal, whether they're four or 14 out there in the world at the bus stop or in the classroom when they really might not have much interest in those things and everybody around them does? Is it still back to these conversations? I mean, because that, that's kind of hard, whether you're, whether you're a preschooler or a, a, a middle schooler, to just kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, the- it's going to depend on the personality of the kid, because some, like I was, are totally unaware. And so they may, you know, may wonder, oh, am I wearing the right kind of jeans? Because I know that's important, but I don't know what the right kind are. <laughs> you know, just sort of vaguely anxious, but really doesn't care in the least. And then there's others who do care and and um, and wonder about it. So you can have all kinds of conversations. But I think um, it's just like any family value that you have at home. You can talk to your kids and say, um, well, you know, I'm not going to buy that for you because that's just a big ad. And I, you know, billboards are what, you know, put ads on or whatever else, but not, not on my kid. And it's not, it's something that when you choose your own clothes, you have to think about too. Yeah. Yeah. Any more on it's this? It's not going to should... be comfortable to be, a, you know, the child of a renegade. It, it's not totally comfortable. Sometimes <laughs> you just want to fit in, and they will find ways to fit in if they have to. You know, they'll 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 go um, raid the school lost and found and find a shirt with a big logo on it, you know, and wear it when you're not looking. I mean, kids will do whatever they have to do to survive, right, and to survive your parenting. But at least they will know your values and whether or not they accept them right now, they realize that, okay, that's something that, that she thinks or he thinks is important. Yeah. Yeah. Any more on this one before we wrap it up? No, it's just, um, it's a, it's a, I think a harder habit to break than saying good job and be careful. It's one of the things that's very second nature as we speak and interact. And yeah, if, if you, if you want to say someone looks great, go ahead and say it. It's not a, a total ban. It's, just a percentage it's just a balance and um, focusing more on what we do and and what our efforts and and passions are rather than um how we physically look because that's really not who we are at all and and if you want to if your if your inclination is to say oh you look horrible um probably don't do that either (laughs) probably shy away from that too certainly not unless you're you're having a little you know unless you're nine and having an insult competition with your best buddy (laughs) Because that can be fun, too. <laughs> Good times. Hey, everybody. As long need... as both people are, you know, laughing and having yeah, fun. Yeah, as long Just as everybody's like any... into it, if they have their play face yeah. on. Hey, everybody, yeah. if you need more Heather, go to heathershoemaker.com. You'll find all the, all the Heather Shoemaker you need there. And if you need more, you can get a hold of her and, and say, hey, Heather, I need you to come here and talk to these people or those kind of things. Um, I want to plug a little thing that I'm working on, Heather. This just came up. You know how the, the NAYC conference is coming up? Are you, is that on your radar? Is that a thing? Oh, you. I know. It comes up every year, which every, is awesome. Every fall. And so during the summer every year, there are a lot of people that, that have put in uh, session proposals that get rejected. And this is no fault of NAYC. They've got a big conference, but it's only so big. And they get many more proposals than they're able to accept. And so there's some some 
quality presenters who get rejected out there. And one thing I'm working on, this came up with an idea uh, with somebody I was recording a podcast with the other day. We are going to put down, put together online a NEYC rejects training series. And so we're, we're working <laughs> with a group of people who, who didn't get their sessions accepted and it's going to be online and it's going to be free. We're putting together, we're working with a nonprofit if anybody wants to donate a couple bucks to that program uh, for, for the, for the training, but it's, it's not going to cost anything. We've got a, a fairly decent group of uh, presenters already that are interested in. So it's just something we're playing around with to, to, to give people who have those presentations a chance to share them. And you can get a hold of me through the Playvolution HQ site if you want more information on either uh, uh, sharing your rejected presentation or attending any of those sessions because it's all we're, we're going to focus on play-based uh, topics um, on this go round and if it's a successful thing we'll make it an ongoing thing so I just wanted to throw that out there if there's anybody interested excellent it should be and a- this is not to say that the, the main conference has thrown out all oh no no and everybody, everybody this understands is to say, that- here's another alternative option with more great ideas that just didn't fit in the bigger yeah they, that's a huge conference and they just they just can't they physically can't accept everything that gets sent into it and and presenters understand that but they're still i mean people are still like uh feeling a little bit uh sad and want to share their stuff and so this is just a a alternative for those people to share that stuff it's uh, uh still a big fan of of what any uh, uh nayc has to offer and those things but this is just a just a just a little right little online and if to make another plug if you want to create your own conference and invite a passionate play-based person to come speak both um jeff and i separately are uh, able and free to come visit your place and and do a presentation of a conference that you create for your own people so keep that in mind i'll I'll even come talk in your no actually i'm doing more stuff online i'll come talk in your living room via the computer anytime you want um uh jeff's getting tired of traveling (laughs) i'm totally tired of traveling this has been renegade rules we'll be back soon with another episode we've got we've got lots of stuff in the uh in the hopper huh heather got some guests coming up got got a we after that uh time off during the summer we've got uh got some good ideas for getting things back in the flow so thanks for listening thanks for sharing the show with a friend back soon with another episode bye-bye bye and there's that one thanks for listening we'll be back next week with another episode music by alexander shoemaker This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.